0: It's so good having each and every one of you. We are missing quite a few uh, this morning. Uh, I know that there were some that were going to a funeral, but I just want to uh, say how much we appreciate you for coming and being with us this morning. All right, we're going to get right in. Who was the teacher this morning? Brother Jamie? So, Brother Jamie, if you would, start us off. We
1: are missing some of our kids they're washing paint off their hands, but maybe they'll jump right on in. So let's stand up. So who can tell me what we learned about today? Full armor of God. A full armor of God. We've got to put it on every day, right? Okay. So let's sing our song. Ready? Alright, what what do we do? What are we going to heaven? What do we do? People fly away. Okay, alright. I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery. I
0: may never sue for the enemy, but I'm in the, yes, I'm, in the yes, I'm in the Lord's army.
1: Yes, sir! I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir! I'm in the Lord's army, yes, sir! Ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery.
0: I may never sue for the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir! Good job. All right. Maybe we ought to have a whole, uh, have the whole church do that, you know? I hope you are in the Lord's army. We are in a struggle. We are in a struggle for our life. It is not a, it is not just a time for a couple of youngins to get outside and wrestle one another for fun of it. This is for keeps. And it has eternal consequences. So. Can I see what else everybody's working on here? Okay. Alright. So. It's important for us to realize that the devil is doing what he can to try to trick us, get our attention. You ever had somebody tap you on this shoulder and then pass you on this shoulder? Say, Brother Jeff, you've done that to me. Yeah, I probably have. It's one of them fun things. That's what Satan does. He'll tap you on one shoulder and then attack you from another. So we've got to be on guard. And we got to be looking for the Lord to help us. That'd be a, that's an awesome lesson there about having the whole armor of God on. So, Teresa, uh, let's see here, Brother Robert, how about uh, receive our offering for us here this morning? And uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, we were in Sunday school
2: in the second part of our uh, three, and one was uh, sin and complacency. And it's a, it's a term that we use a lot in the army, you know, you get so used to doing things repetitively over and over and over again that you just feel like, I'm safe doing this. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> There's no repercussions, because right. I've done it a million times, and I'm still here, I'm not hurt, I'm yeah. fine. And i yeah. thought to myself, the first word, sin, no, because it leads to death. Right. The punishment for sin is death. Right. I never want my family, my church, or the people yeah. that I love to get comfortable with sin. Yeah, right. Never right. Have complacent with sin, because just because it feels like it's okay now, <laughs> right. you will pay for Listen, it. That's right. There is a consequence to being complacent. There is an even bigger consequence to having sin in your life. Right. So just please never settle and say, you know what? It's okay. I've done it a hundred times before and it never hurt me. I'm just gonna dabble a little bit. Just please, please, I just kept thinking about oh it. Jesus. We need to focus on him. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I help us feel the opportunity to be in your house, Father. Lord, we ask bless us all day. Lord, we ask that you bless the service, Lord. We ask that those that are new here, those that are old here, Father, that they get to know you even more or even get to establish that relationship for the first time, Father. So we ask that you do all these things. Help us to further your kingdom. So we ask that you bless this offering. In your name we pray. In Jesus' name.
0: Brother Todd, how about uh, give us a report on the uh, outreach.
3: Outreach went well. Actually went really well. We don't have a lot of people here um, as far as I mean all y'all are great, but we don't have a lot, we don't have a lot of people. All y'all are great, we don't have a lot of people. I'm not saying nothing bad about y'all. But the people that we have that, that we go out, not a very not very much. But we covered all of Moore's heights, uh, and then we left from there, and some somehow Ryan got sidetracked and he went to Pine. Street, <laughs> and then we went to uh, Michael Street, and I was over. I was able to cover the lodge Brother Robert Luke took people down uh, Michael Street, and we covered all that area with just a handful of people. And I, me and Bridget were talking, and we were saying, "Well, even Jesus had twelve, and you know we had just a handful." But I'm telling you, the light was shown. Right. The was pushed back. And that's what's important. We got people in church this morning because of it. Thank you know, the we, Lord. We had a really good time. We got to pray with people. Amen. We got to talk with people about Jesus. We got to share the gospel. And to me, it was just a really great weekend. And not only that, but I had Brother Jamie and Sister Sheila go to the jail. So that got covered. We had a really good week yeah. weekend. Good. So I, I was really happy with it. And uh, I just felt like the Lord was just happy. Thank Thank you. Lord. It was a good weekend for, for us, and we're like, it was just it was good. So Amen. some weekends I'm like, ah, that was a little rough. But last weekend, really amazing. Everybody did great. Thank Amen. the Lord. Thanks, Lord. Thanks the Lord. Amen. Amen. It was wonderful. There's something
4: about spreading the word of God. Yeah. Just being out there, uh, talking to them about the Lord, and you you just never <clears throat> know that. Someone uh, might have got up that morning and prayed and said, I wish somebody would come.
0: Just somebody would
4: come. And that somebody may be you. Right. Not just thanks. Well, it wasn't no accident Uh, that Brother Todd separated us all up. Praise the Lord. We, uh, you know, I I got to hear about what happened with Sister Sheila, Brother Jamie. Hallelujah. (laughs) And uh, it's just wonderful. And now when I see those guys out there plowing, you know, the, the, the ones plowing, the dirt roads, yeah. I'll say, man, I think that's one of our men. It is. You know, and it is. Yeah. And you know, you may look at them in their uniform, oh, that's just the bum. You know what? They may have met Jesus. Some of the preachers that come from here, you ever thought of that? Oh, they're just, but they may have a brand new heart out there doing all that work. And how should I look upon them? As a fellow brother in the Lord. Pray for
3: us as we Those Amen. people that work at the dumps, those are those are the those are our people.
5: Amen. Praise the, the Lord. Lord. Amen. Amen.
1: And, and I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I looked at him and I whispered to him and I, I realized he's glowing. There's just something about him. It's just his face. It was just, it like it, It's just a light behind it. And I whispered to him and I said, because you're innocent.
0: That's right.
1: Because you ain't got no sin in you. Know, I don't know if it's like that, but I know when I got saved, there was something before I got saved and after I got saved. And me and Todd talked about it with Bridget, different ones. There was a glow that I did not have after I got saved. I yes! There was, death there was sin inside. There was sin. Side. But after I got saved, brother, there was a blow. And some of you are oh, in your house today. And you used to have a blow. But you lost your blow. You know why? You know why? Aiken? Because there's sin in the camp.
0: Yeah, old There's. Always. Hallelujah.
1: Oh, God. You're hiding it from the people of God. You're putting it under your bed. You say, no, ain't nobody going to. It's not a big deal, but you've lost your glow. And we can tell because there's sin right in your heart. There's sin there. Hallelujah. There's sin there. Oh, the sin of the camp, brother. Hallelujah. You've lost your glow, sister. You used to have it, but you've lost your glow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For our save, brother. I quit, Brother really, Jeff. I'm sorry. Before I say, I got into some nasty stuff. I got into some awful stuff. And I, I, did, I had a phone, I had an iPod, and I had a laptop. That phone had internet. My daddy would always tell me, I can see what you're doing on that phone. So you know what I would do? I'd get away from that phone. I wouldn't touch it. But I'd get on that, that iPad, or that iPod, and I'd look at it. That's right. I'd look at it. Cause I knew my dad couldn't see what was on there. Yeah. I knew. Yes, And you want to give your children a cell phone? Yeah. And you want not. to give your children a laptop? A laptop well, there ain't Hello. nothing on there, brother Jamie. I can see everything that's. I've watched. And they're hanging themselves, and you're saying it's your fault, it's your fault. You're having the preacher for dinner, and you're having so and for dinner, and you're allowing them and enabling them to sin. And you come to church, and you wonder why you can't shout. Oh, God, you wonder why you can't shout because you're giving them rope, and they're going out and they're just hanging themselves.
5: They're
1: hanging themselves. It's sin in the camp. The Bible says, repent. Or else I'll remove your candlestick from its place. Go yeah. back and do the first works. Go back and repent. Remember from whence thou art fallen. You don't yeah. fall when you do those big sins, brother. You don't fall when you go out and commit adultery. You fall when you stop praying. Yeah. You That's right. You, That's right. you fall when you'd rather go to the lake than come into the church house. You've lost your first love. Right. Go, back. go back. Go back. Go back. Yes. You've deviated. <laughs> You've deviated me. I've told you two or three times now, and I'm probably going to quit saying, it. I was praying for you. I was praying for you. I'm probably going to quit your time hearing it. But I saw you. You were a ship, and I love you. But you were a ship, and there was two of them. One of them was going straight, and I saw you, the other one, and you just deviated just a little bit. You didn't go out me. You just deviated just a little bit. Yeah.
0: And the end
1: result
0: was like this. Right. Yes. Big
5: difference.
0: Oh, God. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. What a word, folks. That doesn't happen all the time. That is uh one of the forms of prophecy.
5: Yes.
0: And uh doesn't happen. It wasn't planned. It wasn't something that just showed up. But it was uh, part of our our ways of serving God. It's part of God's ways of talking to us. And um, I had actually another message planned, but even before that, right up here on the platform, the Lord uh, kind of turned me around some. Um, And so if you have your Bibles, let's turn to the last book of the Old Testament. Old, last book of the Old Testament in the book of Malachi. The book of Malachi. I'm going to go to the third chapter. There's coming a time that we are gonna face God.
5: Yeah.
0: There's gonna come a time when he is gonna to talk to us face to face. And you can there's all kind of things like Brother Jamie said, you can hide from the preacher. And you can hide from others. But the Lord sees all things. And so here uh, let's, uh, we're going to start in verse 6 of the 3rd chapter. For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Here, this scripture, uh, I want you to pay note. He did not say, ye sons of Israel, but he said, use that old name for Israel, Jacob, the heel catcher, the one that's coming behind. And then he goes on, even from the days of your fathers ye are gone away from my ordinance, and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye say, wherein shall we return? In other words, I ain't gone nowhere. I'm in the same place I've always been. Then the Lord says, Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Wherein uh, have ye robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed. With a curse, for you have uh, robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. I'm not preaching about tithes this morning, but that's what the Lord uses here. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast off her fruit before the time of the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations shall call you blessed. For ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord. Your words have been stout against me. Now this is the Lord speaking. Your words have been stout against me, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, what have we spoken so much against thee? Ye have said, it is vain to serve God. And what profit is it that we have kept his ordinances? And that we walk mournfully before the Lord of hosts. And now, and now, we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. And so here in these scriptures, we see an awful, awful time. I feel like I want to pray right this moment. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, Lord, we thank You for these words. And Lord, these words were written over 2,000 years ago. But yet they are so relevant for us right now. I ask and pray, dear Jesus, You would anoint these feeble lips of clay. We've already heard the Word that You've spoken to us about the wedge and the Babylonian garment under the tent uh, floor. But Lord, now I pray that You would help me to ease my burden and that souls in here would decide to come unto You. I thank You, Lord. I thank You that You are a merciful God. I thank You, Lord, that You are a God of forgiveness. And I, I pray this morning, Lord, that those who are away off from You will be drawn unto You and that they might be saved. Help us, anoint us. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. Here, this would be a good message for the country. Return unto the Lord. Return unto Jesus. Come back from where you have gone. Well, Brother Jeff, how have we gone so far? Let me tell you, the American society and the society of this world has gone way away from God. And we've chosen that. We have been... I don't even know the word. Blessed. Today, many of us... Who in here has an air conditioning at their house? Who in here has a soft seat that you can sit down with, Maybe a couch or a recliner, huh? Yes. Who has a aluminum cookware in your house? Huh? You might say, what's, what's the reason for that? Did you know at one point in time in history... Only the kings of this earth had aluminum stuff. Uh It was more valuable than gold. And those other things that we're talking about, being able to have water inside the house and all that, those were things that kings had at one time. But now the common man has. We are greatly blessed. And it's not just this country, but many across the world. What am I talking about? Many times if we're not careful in our comfort and in our ease, we'll become... I don't like the word. It's almost a bad word. Huh? It should be a bad word. Bored. Bored. And so, when we're bored, we begin to think of things. What can we do to busy ourselves? What can we do to to, uh, give pleasure unto ourselves? What what can I do? And we go to thinking. And a lot of times, it's in those moments that Satan comes up and says, why don't you do this? When you're young, you say, but mom and dad said I can't do that. Uh -huh. Huh? They're keeping you. Do you know your parents are trying to keep you from all the fun that you should have? That's a lie of the devil. That is a lie of the devil. Our parents are trying to protect you, right. keep you from the dangers and the harms that they received maybe when they were children. There, there are bad parents. But I'll be honest with you, most parents want good for their children. Right. And they want them to have a better life than what they've had. And want to be in a better position than what they were in. And yeah. you know what? I'll just use some of these children here. So what did I tear up my tennis shoes? That cost $30. So what? Your mom and dad may have never never had but I'll ask you a question here. Who in here, children-wise, have more than two pairs of shoes? How many in here more than two pairs of shoes? Huh? Did you know two pairs of shoes was really the average growing up in the fifties and sixties? And there were a large portion of the population in America at that time that only had one pair. One pair.
5: <coughs>
0: but it's like, I don't like these shoes; and you so wide. Your parents worked hard on that. Brother Jeff, what does that have to do with these Scriptures? We're the same way with God. Yeah. We get to taking advantage of the blessings God has given to us. And we go to thinking, well, I can go off and do like this. I know the Lord said for us not to do this or not to do that. But you know, there's nothing really wrong with it. If you sit around and think long enough, you can justify just about anything. And that's why we're in the place that we are in America today. Huh? What is right? What is wrong, huh? I was talking to a man several years back, and he uh, had been strung out on drugs and had done all kind of uh, terrible things, you know. And he said, "Well, I'm a good person, (laughs) huh? I don't steal. I, I, you know, I don't hurt anybody." I don't do this, I don't do that. Come to find out what he meant was, I don't do that on a regular basis. But if the need comes up, I'll do it. That is called situation ethics. And that's the way a lot of people's morals are today. Huh? If nobody's looking, nobody's using that, I'll just steal that. Huh? Situational ethics. But we need to recognize that our God is watching. He's watching the sinner and the saint. He's watching the evil and the good. Who in here has got a book being written about you? Huh? You do too. It's got, it's got a name yes. written about you. Right. You ever written, uh, read, read a book? I hope you have. But anyway, read a book and it said, talked about the person in the book that was, said, and they thought about something and the thought that they had was being written in the book. You ever? Huh? You know what I'm talking about? The thought that they had was written in the book. The book that's being written about you includes every thought you've ever had. Good and bad. And though at times I may not be able to read your face very well about what's going on on the inside, the Lord knows what's going on in your thoughts and in your heart even down with noah i think cana has got thoughts but Cana, huh these younger ones he knows those thoughts yes he does and there's a book being written about everyone that you have there's another scripture i didn't bring out here not in this book It says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Why do we have such violent children today? I'll tell you why. Because they're wanting to fight. That's what they're thinking about. It's in their heart. They want to fight. So you can't get somebody to keep from slapping the next door neighbor sitting in the bench next to you or kicking somebody or pinching. It's in the heart. We have to get to the place where we move out of that and allow the Lord to come in and change it. Right. Notice what he says. You, uh, you've had stout words in me. Uh, you say it's worthless to serve God. Come on! It doesn't matter if I go to church on Sunday or Wednesday. It doesn't matter. All I have to do is have a little church in my heart. Wrong. The Scripture says that we are to assemble ourselves together as the manner of something. We're not to quit it, but we're to be assembling together. We are a body of God. We are the body of Christ. We are those people who are serving the Lord and we are more joy than what you think how are your words stout it's useless i pray I, I had a man backslide i said don't don't go that way don't go that way don't do that i said you're not praying oh yes i am can i tell you if your prayers aren't being answered You need to check on how you're praying. Hmm? I'm sorry. But here, it is never vain to serve God. Here, at your home, at school, at work, wherever you go, it is not vain. Here, it talks about walking mournfully, but it's not talking about always going around with a Huh? As a Christian, as a child of God, we're to walk around happy. Huh? The Lord can give us joy and happiness in the worst of our times. It's never worthless to walk for God and to walk with God. Yeah, but it's not working out well for me huh come on you know um it's so good, good seeing victor i mentioned that earlier good seeing victor last time i seen him he, he was a lot smaller than he is now he has grown and we all grow but you know what victor did you get a chance to choose who mom you were going to have? No. (laughs) Okay. Ian, what about you? Did you get to choose your mom and dad? No. Huh? No. No. There's a lot of times we don't get a choice where God puts us at. We don't get the choice of where God puts us at. But that does not mean that God doesn't see you. God will give you the grace wherever you're at. I do pray for you. I do pray for God to help you and to open your eyes. But I want to tell you something I have found out you got to do some praying, yes. and when you pray, that was one of the first things, Brother uh, Elijah Pope, down in Savannah, when I first came down, praying to pray at the altar. I just came down and prayed, and I started praying, "Lord bless my family, Lord help this one, Lord help this one, Lord do this for this one over there." And, and Elijah, he heard me. You know what he said? He said, he had a good blue Well, that, that's a thought, isn't it? Huh? I've been praying for Ellie yeah, not to be so mean all the time. Huh? I've been praying for for uh, Big Robert here not to be so mean all the
2: time. thank you. How long have you
0: been here with us, brother? Oh, five years. Five years. That's Woo!
2: Thank the Lord for the last year and a
0: half. <laughs> 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 huh? Right. Pray for himself. Yeah. yeah. He prayed through for himself. Right. Yeah. Rebecca and Ricky didn't change. Todd and Bridget didn't change. These other ones didn't change. Amen. A lot of times our aggravations and our, our frustrations with other people and sometimes even with the Lord. I know that we think a lot about ourselves, don't we? Truth and honesty right now, okay? Where are you going to eat for lunch? What you going to dress for today? We need to be thinking, Lord, what do You want me to do? The reason that this last book and next to the last chapter of the Old Testament is talking like this. The root of it was down there, I think it was on Mount Sinai, when the people heard the thundering and felt the earth shaking and they said, oh no, we're scared of God. Keep Him back. We'll just look to you. You go talk to God. Jesus doesn't want that anymore. He wants us to talk to Him. He wants us to listen to Him. And and, uh, some of the ways that we can see how we are doing is according to our pride and according to what we're calling good... uh, Years ago, my pastor, he, uh, he was called in as a character witness. Who in here knows what a character witness is?
5: Huh?
0: I want you to come testify how good of a person I am. <laughs> I learned a good lesson from my pastor. I'm not going to testify as a character witness for any of you guys. <laughs> he was called in to testify for the county sheriff of a county nearby. And he was found guilty of embezzlement and stealing and some other things. What am I talking about? I'm talking about those sins that we hide. But I want to tell you, the Lord said right in through these Scriptures here, I love verse 16, and we're going to be closing, Teresa. Then they that feared the Lord. Who in here fears God? I want to ask you something. Has the fear of the rejection from God caused you to change your life in any way? Has it caused you? Oh, the Bible says. I'm trying to pick something that somebody won't be able to say later on. You're just picking on me. Anyway, the Bible says don't do this. And sometimes the Bible doesn't always say don't do it he'll say, it is a reproach. Yeah. Or it is an abomination. Right. Or it is a, uh, you know, it may say, thou shalt not." But we think, what's wrong with that? The Lord said, and then they that feared the Lord spake often, one to another. Do you talk to one another about the Lord? Do you talk one to another about Jesus and what He's done in your life? That's what we need to do. Don't worry about other people. They're going to have to answer to God for themselves. Worry about you and what's God doing for you. said they spoke one to another. This is the part I want you to get. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. Did you know you can talk to God? Well, sure, everybody talks to God, yeah. But they talk to God like they don't think you're really listening. But when you talk to the Lord, you talk to Him, He will listen. Woo! Hallelujah! Oh, when we pray and we seek after God, He will hear our cry. And oh, what He's looking for is for us to call out and say, Lord, I need You. Help me. Save me. Change me. Help me from myself, Lord, because I'm wicked and undone you ever cried something like that? The Lord will hear that cry and He'll come to you. And just like I was mentioning earlier, a book of remembrance was written before Him for those that feared the Lord and thought in His name. Brother Jamie, you should have gone on with the message. And notice what he says here. Do y'all, y'all, do y'all believe what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Do you really believe that God cares about you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you really care and believe that and care about it? Because he does. It says not only that, he said a book of remembrance for them that fear upon name. And he said, and they shall be mine. Whose are you right now? Who are you right now? Are you the devils or are your your job, or maybe your spouse or maybe your children are the ones that control who you are? Are you the Lord's? They are mine, saith the Lord of hosts. And in that day, when I make up my jewels, those special, precious, purchased items. Amen. He says, I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God, and him that serveth him not. Jesus said, if you love me, you shall keep my commandments. Let's stand all across the house. Heads back. right this moment that you have not been serving God that you want to make a change in life. You would be embarrassed that people knew what you were thinking. You would be ashamed of what you think about others. You should be ashamed of what? Lord knows what you're thinking about. Who in here would like to make a change? To be changed from a sinner to a saint. To be changed from just a common person out there doing the same sins that their next door neighbor are doing. Those of stealing, lusting, all of these type things, doing drugs, whatever it might be. And you're ready to make a change in your life. Today can be that change. But you've got to be willing to say, Lord, hear am I. Save me. Turn on me. Help me. So while they sing, you'll come to this altar and lay yourself out before the Lord and say, Jesus, from this day forward I'm yours you'll come